This is Jennifer Pepito with the Restoration Home Podcast. This is the show where we talk about the peaceful path to connected families and restored communities. Today on the show, I'm going to be talking in a solo episode about planning for our family rule. So throughout this whole season and this whole series of episodes, we've been talking about the Benedictine rule and how it can be applied to our family life today. We've talked about principles like prayer and work and order. And I encourage you to go back and listen to those if you are still kind of trying to figure out how to create a family rule for yourself, because those give you ideas to jump off from a kind of a starting point for creating your own family rule. And in this episode, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the Peaceful Life Planner. I'm going to link it in the show notes and then planning with the Peaceful Press Planner. So I want to really help you create days that are aligned with your family rule. For instance, if you have gone through the Peaceful Life Workshop and you've filled in some of the blanks on the Peaceful Life Planner, The next step for you is to align your days with your values. For instance, if one of your goals as a mom is to have children who are musically proficient, who are worshipers of God, but your daily schedule is so busy with outside commitments that are not related to music that you really don't have time to practice, then probably you need to adjust the daily schedule. And that's what I'm going to talk about in this episode. So in the Peaceful Life Planner, there are several questions to really help you create a family rule. Like I said, the link is in the show notes, but some of the questions are, what are your core values and essentials? What do you want your children to remember about life in your home? What are your big dreams as a family? And then what do you want to be remembered for at the end of your life? So for me, in that section where it says, what do you want your children to remember about life in your home? I wrote, I want them to remember their home as a happy place. I want them to remember parents who love them, peaceful traditions, and time in nature. So that's kind of a picture of a family life that is characterized by peace and quality time and time in nature, right? So then when I go to later on in the Peaceful Life Planner, the section where it asks, what activities do you currently engage in? And when I list those activities, some of them are towards my family values. You know, we there's another section there that says, what are your core values? And mine are to love God, be loved by God, simplicity, kindness, and self-sufficiency slash stewardship. I couldn't get six on the page, so I slashed one. So so all of those are kind of my core values, right? But then when I look at the activities I currently engage in, some of them are aligned with those values. Um, Music lessons, reading the Bible, walking in nature, reading aloud, but others that get a bulk of my time each day are not so aligned. For instance, organizing stuff, phone pickups, like how many times a day do we pick up our phones, not because there's anything important to do, or maybe we do pick it up because we remember we need to order coffee or something. And then pretty soon we've wasted an hour scrolling social media. 
Um, Twitter is one of those things that is nowhere on my values list, but unfortunately, it sometimes does get some of my time. So this is what I'm talking about when I'm asking you, do your daily activities align with what you say your values are? So what you could do is print out the Peaceful Life Planner. You can get it at the link in profile. And I'll actually even leave a coupon code for you to get it for free. So print that out and then work through it as I'm talking. So basically write down where your core values are. And then write down, you know, just skip ahead to that page because there's several pages to really help you define, like, what do you want a day in your life to look like? What do you feel called to? What are your gifts? Because sometimes it takes more than one question or looking at an issue from a different perspective to figure out what we are about. And what I really don't want you to do as a mom, as an intentional mom, is to just keep doing what everybody else is doing because you will end up so tired and frazzled. And with really no peace, you know, uh, I know that many of you homeschool. And so as a homeschool mom, you might think, oh, everybody else is enrolling their kids in this local community. And so that's what I must do. Or everybody else is doing this kind of lesson. That's what I must do. But really what we should do is just think about what we want and who we want to be and what is important to us. Because God made each of us with unique gifts and talents And what makes the world really beautiful is having so many diverse gifts and talents represented. So take some time, figure out what your values are. And then let's be honest and kind of log out, like, what are we actually doing with our lives? What are the activities we're actually currently engaging in? And then what this part of the Peaceful Life Planner asks you to do is just classify those activities as essential or non-essential. What are the things that you're doing in your day that you actually don't want to do? You actually realize they are not contributing to your greater vision of what your family life should look like. You know, young children need a lot of eye contact and presence. They just need you to be a little bit responsive. And so If you have unrestricted phone time, it's going to be really hard to be present with those young children. That might be one of those non-essential activities that you need to figure out, uh, you know, to spend time on that when they're having their naps or maybe after they're in bed at night or after you've done your devotions in the morning. And then there's also a section in the Peaceful Life Planner just to work on listing out the habits you want to work on and what you're excited about doing each day. Really get a picture and a vision for what you want your life to look like so that as you plan your school year, I know many of you homeschooling and planning a school year, you can actually plan a sustainable year. And later on in the planner, the Peaceful Life Planner, it also asks you to list out your current daily rhythm. Because I think when we get an idea of what we're doing, it can really help us to create a rhythm that is more sustainable. For me, when I was homeschooling, you know, six children at one time, I have seven, but they weren't all in school at the same time. I really had to be organized with my day. Like I had to have a pretty reasonable rhythm or flow. I didn't, I didn't need to know exactly what time I would start things, but I needed to have a rhythm. So for us, we would get up, we would all do our personal chores, personal devotional time. And I would kind of like announce the beginning of the day by saying, Okay, uh, 
make your beds, brush your teeth, clean your rooms, or, you know, make your bed, brush your teeth, clean your room, read your Bible. So there was some kind of a list that I would just start announcing. And that was on a chore chart or is on a checklist. The Peaceful Press has the chore and routine pack that can really help you set up a rhythm for your children. You could put those on the to-do sheet with Velcro stickers and have your children move them after they're done. Or as my kids got older, I just gave them each a clipboard with the sheet of what they were supposed to do each day. And so, you know, working towards kind of independence, but we would have our morning routine and then we would do our morning time. So we'd all gather. And this has been my favorite part of the day for 25 years. We would read the Bible. I I might show them, you know, the picture cards for the King and Queen of England or the Native American uh, tribal cards from the Peaceful Press, depending on what resource we were using. We would do our literature reading. So if we were using the Kind Kingdom, for instance, we would read from the Narnia selection, read the Bible selection, and then there would probably be a history or science section to read. So we would do all that reading. While I was reading, my children would be drawing or writing narrations or working on their timeline cards. So it was an active listening. They didn't just have to sit there completely quiet. They could work as they listened. And then after that, we would transition to math and writing. And so all of our main core subjects actually were covered in the morning because I would, you know, in a Charlotte Mason education, most of what you're teaching comes through these beautiful books you're reading. So I would read the history and the science in the morning with our morning time. I would read the literature in the morning with our morning time. We might recite poetry or talk about the calendar or look at a piece of art. So all of the core subjects actually actually were covered in morning time. And then we just had to get through math and grammar or spelling or, you know, whatever other core subjects, maybe a little bit of Spanish writing work. So it made the day really simple because the afternoon then was free to do our uh, maybe handcrafts or recipes or go on a nature hike or whatever other priorities we had, music practice, things like that. So homeschooling was very simple because using a literature-based method like the Peaceful Press and then a really good math program that included concrete work, something like Right Start Math, and then transitioning my children as they got older to a computer-based math that did a great job of showing how problems work. Even Khan Academy is so important for children to understand the processes behind math. And then also simplifying language arts, because I think so many people pile on, you know, five different language arts subjects, grammar, spelling, handwriting, writing, when some of that can actually be done a little more efficiently through narration, and then just focusing on spelling, or grammar each year. So not trying to do all of it all the time. And also realizing that children are growing and progressing. So I think a lot of our time for our vision, you know, say you have a family vision of doing a thousand hours outside or something like that. But if you get wrapped up in fears and worries around your education, it's going to also steal away time from your family vision. So just being careful to keep everything in priority. So once you've gone through the Peaceful Life Planner and you've kind of 
evaluated, you know, what is important to us and how do we want to spend our days and what does an ideal day look like? Then I transitioned my work into the peaceful press planner. And I use the undated one that's available on Amazon. I'll link it in the show notes, but we also have a dated version. And so then each month there's a student schedule. And I actually don't use that section because with the peaceful press resources, It's really all planned out for you. All you have to do is check off what you've done and then write on the day whatever math or language arts they did. So it takes very little planning because most of your children are going to be doing the same thing. And then you don't really need to keep a record of work in preschool and kindergarten. You can keep a few work samples. And then so then I have the monthly student schedule and then there's the weekly layout. And if you have one, you can just follow along as I'm talking There's a section there for school, home, and work. And in that section, I just write the top priorities for the week in each of those sections. So for instance, say I need to order a new heating and air conditioning system. That's something we're dealing with right now. That would go under the home section. Um, Tidy the back patio, organize my closet. That all goes under the home section. And then there's a school section. You know, if I'm working on some summer math with somebody or reading our daily psalm. And then I have my work list, like sending an email or... Uh, recording podcasts. And then there's also space for your menu for the week. So that can be all planned out. And then I can just write in each of the weekly, daily sections. So Monday, I can just write my to-do list for the day, making sure that I'm tracking the most essential habits. You know, for me, the most essential habits are my time in nature, uh, my, my time, you know, having our family dinners on the porch, my Bible time, some self-care like exercise or taking my vitamins. So if we have a vision for what we want our days to look like, then on our weekly or daily planning sheets, we can really track out what our essential habits are. And also in the chore and routine pack, we do include a habit tracker. And also in the student planner, we include a habit tracker. So I'm going to link those in the show notes as well, because having... Some of these things don't need to be listed every day. You know, if you're trying to to keep better track of your big projects, that's what the Peaceful Press Planner is for. If you have, you know, a school assignment due or a, a bigger, you know, a recital coming up. If there's something bigger, those go on the to-do list in your planner. But really print out a simple habit tracker for things that need to be done every day, like start a load of laundry or plan, start dinner or take your vitamins, those kind of things that need to be done every day. You don't have to list it out every day. You can write it on a habit tracker and then simply check it off. And maybe some of those could even get moved off the habit tracker as you go. For instance, I've been drinking hot water every morning for quite a while now. I make my bed every day. Some of these really basic habits, you don't necessarily have to write down. And then as you you know, as you start going through a week of, okay, I've listed out my essential values, I've written out what I want a day in a life to look like. And now I'm actually spending time every day trying to implement this more intentional life, start to pay attention to what makes you feel unrest and what makes you feel rested, you know, in the student planner from the peaceful press, I've actually also been dabbling in that as an adult, because it asks some really thoughtful questions. Like at the end of the day, it asks you, I felt unrest when, or I felt joy or, you know, kind of helps you assess the end of the day. I mean, what, 
was life-giving to us that day? Was it life-giving to, you know, sit and do online shopping for an hour for something that maybe we didn't even actually need? Was it life-giving to be on my phone while my child was trying to get my attention? Or was it life-giving when we went outside and sat by the creek and watched my kids splash in the water? Some of the things that steal our peace or steal our attention are necessities. Like, yes, we have to do the dishes. And sometimes our kids are going to help us cheerfully. And sometimes they're going to be having a meltdown. We can't control everything about our days. And every day is not going to be perfectly lovely and a dream day. But I think taking time at the end of each day to just have a little reflection, even just a minute, And then maybe what you need to do to close that out is say a little prayer of forgiveness towards yourself. I think often what happens is we get to the end of the day and we talk to a friend that day and we feel like we said too much and we're kind of embarrassed about what we said, or we yelled at our child, or we knew we were supposed to get the laundry going and our husband came home from a long day of work and still didn't have any clean underwear. You know, these things happen and they can steal our peace. And our peace can get stolen a lot longer if we don't take time to just let it go. And so I will often pray a simple prayer. God, I thank you for forgiving me. And because of your forgiveness, I choose to forgive myself for the ways I messed up today, for the ways that I didn't live up to my own expectations for myself. Maybe you need to do it for somebody else too. Maybe somebody else offended you, even your child. Sometimes when we have this beautiful intention of what we want life to look like, like we want to have peaceful days with our children and we set up this wonderful morning time and then our child starts being defiant and jumping up and down and running off. And we're like, you ruined it. I had a good idea and you ruined it. And it can be easy to even get a little bit resentful towards our children, but this is not going to help us create more peaceful homes more connected families. So what we need to do really, just like Jesus said to every day, pray this prayer. Our father who art in heaven, holy is your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So every day taking time to just let it go, give everything to God, give all our cares and worries to God, give all of our regrets to God, give our disappointments with ourselves and our children to God. Every day is a new day. And we only have this short season to really disciple and invest in our children. It's true when they're adults, we still get to spend time together. I'm so happy I have one of my adult children and his wife is home for the summer. Uh, They're going to stay with us for a couple months. And I'm just thrilled to have this chance with one of my middle children to get some extra time with them where I felt like I missed out earlier on. But we do have this really short season to really invest in our children and to really be with them in this 24-7 kind of way. And so it's worth taking the time to evaluate your days, figure out what's really important to you and try to prioritize that. And then on the days when you blew it or your husband blows it or your kids blow it, just take time to forgive and 
give yourself and them a clean, fresh slate. If you have questions about planning or homeschooling, I know there's a lot of features of the Peaceful Planner I didn't talk about. There is an attendance sheet. And so I just check that off every day that we're in school. And I count most days as school days because we're always learning. There's a reading log in that Peaceful Planner. There is space at the beginning of the year to track your important goals and kind of even brainstorm for your goals. And then there's also space at the beginning of each month to write down your goals for relationships and finances and just the many different aspects of our lives. There's also a grade tracker so that you can figure out your average grades at the end of the year. It makes it a lot easier if you are giving your children a report card. So I'm going to link the student planner, the homeschool planner, the peaceful life planner. I'll link it all in the show notes. And you can use code peaceful life to get the peaceful life planner for free. It's a $12 value, but you can get it for free when you use that code peaceful life. Thanks for joining me today. 